Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the World Class Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Pierre Moniz, and we have an amazing guest. I'm super excited. Not only do I have a friend of mine, but someone I really look up to and an amazing work he's doing. And remember, here at the World Class Leadership Podcast, we're here to inspire you to move from being a follower to being an impactful agent of change in your community. And our guest today, Cleveland, is doing just that. So Cleveland, why don't you introduce yourself and the work that you do to the audience today? Hi, everybody. Cleveland here. Uh, super excited. Thank you for having me here. And uh, I'm very happy to be here. But uh, yes, I am a boxing coach. And more specifically, I'm a trauma-informed boxing coach. And I created a, a mental health and boxing system that was designed to help people, you know, gain the therapeutic benefits, all of them. Uh, all those they squeeze all the goodness that they can out of their boxing sessions. So yeah, I call it the Healing Myths Intentional Boxing Training System, and uh, we're gonna reform the fitness industry. We're gonna go and uh, we're gonna we're gonna get more companies to uh, become trauma informed. So we're super excited about that. Excellent, excellent. Well, we're gonna dig into that, but before we do so, just to give uh, our audience an opportunity to get to know a little bit more about you, I like to start off with this question. We all like to vacation. And if you could vacation in one spot, in one location for all of your vacation days, what location would that be and why? Uh, that, one's, uh, that one's a pretty easy one. <laughs> Miami. Okay. I, you know, I like, that's the reason why I live here. I fell in love with this city. I came here a couple of times back, I think in 2018, uh, for a couple of different conventions. And I always thought I would come back. And when I got the opportunity to come down here and live here full time, I, I did not hesitate. So yeah, Miami, and uh, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> Man, that's a major life cheat code. You are living where you can vacation. So you have the best of both worlds there. Good stuff. Good stuff. I'm not mad oh, at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little jealous, but it's all good. So Cleveland, the work that you do, man, you know, not only, you know, have you explained it to me, I've been able to participate in it. And, you know, it's an interesting combination, boxing and mental health. You know, I'll be honest, at least for me, I'm not sure of others. I don't typically, you know, think of the two going hand in hand. So what made you kind of decided to attack it and approach it that way? Or maybe something from your kind of experience kind of led you to saying, you know what, this is a gap and I need to try to address it. Yeah, basically, back in 2009, I was dealing with, you know, it was like right a couple, it was maybe a year or two after high school. And I was kind of looking for purpose in my life. And I was getting depressed and I was anxious. I had no idea, you know, what it was that I was going to do. And, you know, I kind of fell into this depression. And I knew something was wrong, right? I was like, okay, this isn't normal for me to not want to be social, just sit in the room, do nothing. So I, I went to therapy you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to feel the way that I'm feeling well, I was feeling. So I went to therapy and while I was going to therapy, the therapist noticed that I was, you know, competitive and driven and, you know, and I really probably needed to be in sport. And, you know, he, he suggested I try boxing and I noticed very soon after like the, the exercises that I was learning in therapy and the exercises of learning in boxing kind of overlapped in in from a standpoint of emotional regulation and you know decision making and you know those those different kinds of those overlaps that happen when it comes to 
you know, sports performance and, you know, everyday, you know, coping mechanisms and emotional control, emotional regulation. So those things kind of blended together very nice to me. And, you know, it changed my life. So I created the system off of the things that I learned so I could share it with, is with, share it with as many people as possible. Excellent. Excellent. And I want to applaud you because uh, I can imagine, you know, going from that mental state you were in to say, you know, what, I need to speak to someone that's not really common. You know, what was that impetus? And, you know, and maybe you could share some encouragement for someone who's thinking about it. But, you know, society doesn't really talk about, especially, you know, as a male to say, you know what, if you need help, speak to somebody kind of kind of what, what, what got you to that point? That's a really good question. And the thing was, the way that I was feeling was more dangerous to me than asking for help. Mm. You know, it, 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 it became either something happens now or something's going to happen now. You know what I mean? That, that, kind of, that kind of situation where you just kind of have to decide where, you know, do you want to continue to live your life the way that it feels right now? Or do you want to find a way to, you know, process the trauma and, you know, understand the whys that, you know, why you feel the way that you feel? And that was it for me. I just, you know, I just, I had to, I, I saw, maybe I saw it on TV or something, but, you know, uh, the idea that somebody else could help me you know, that wasn't hard. That wasn't a hard decision for me. Excellent. Excellent. That's amazing. And I know, you know, by, uh, from personal experience going through your program is not just hitting a bag and learning to box, going through the technique, but nutrition played a role. You know, I was mm-hmm. super impressed where you had made me keep a food and a food log and just looking at one day of, of my diet or two days, you're like, all right, you're stressed, Pierre. You, you, you need to do something different, you know? So tell me about the relationship with food and our mental health. Well, basically, it, 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 it's more so about awareness than that piece. And I, and I feel like your appetite and your diet is very much connected to where you are emotionally, right? And I think one of the things is, is like a, a lot of, you know, uh, leaders, executives in the world, like they start their days with just coffee, with just some sort of, you know what I mean? And to me, that that right there says something about your emotional state. You know what I mean? Like if you're not starting the day with like a meal and some water and you know what I mean? Like, like, mm-hmm. how are you really treating yourself? Like you're, you're going straight to a stimulant, straight to a diuretic, you know, you're depleting yourself you know, in order to, you know, pick yourself up to go after what it is that you need to go after. And like I said, it's more so about the awareness, you know what I mean? You know, that, that awareness. And that's the thing that, that changed everything for me when it came to, you know, diet, lifestyle, boxing, emotions, all those things, they, they went together and it all started from the point of uh, self-awareness. That's where we have to start. Once you're self-aware, then you can start to, make choices, better choices to bring you to a, self to a better state. And I was very much guilty of, let me start my day, you know, with that cup of coffee. And I'm not sure where it started from, but it's almost just the thing you do, right? You can't get going. Um, and you're right. That awareness, once I realized, hold on, 
the first thing I'm doing is grabbing a cup of coffee. Let me try to be a lot more self-aware and do better in that realm. And, and, I, and I appreciate, I mean, you calling me out on that. And I'm able to even spread that awareness to others. Now, now, Cleveland, you mentioned specifically leaders, right? So, so talk to me about, from your experience, people in corporate America, people in their regular daily lives, you know, what kind of success stories have you seen once people realize, hey, they're aware, they're aware of what they're eating, they're, they're addressing their traumas and going through your program, what has it done? What have been some of the benefits? I mean, it, it's, it, I might sound like a broken record, but, you know, the biggest benefit is just being a soundboard for people. You know, the biggest thing that people don't recognize is what they're doing as abnormal. Like, it act, it's not normal to wake up in the morning and go to a stimulant for the first thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, and most people don't know that because it's kind of popular in our culture. And it's like, well, did you drink any water before you put that in your system? You know, it, it, and, and that's, the, that's the main thing is that I help people train their introspection muscles. The questions that say, well, why do I do this? And why, you know, like, and, and is this normal? And I think that's a big, I think it's a really, really big question is because all we know is, you know, what we, you know, what our environment was like. And mm -hmm. it, it takes other perspectives, you know, from other people looking in to say, hey, well, you know, well, maybe this, maybe this isn't, you know, the best for your health and your well-being. Maybe something else might, you know, do a little bit, might be a little bit better for you. And then if you just open your mind to those possibilities and you become coachable uh, and you become willing to take help. Man, that's that's huge, especially for leadership, because every, you know, every every great leader, every great sports player, you know, has a mentor, has a coach, has has some someone to help build them up. So uh, I think that's the biggest thing is just helping people become aware. Mm -hmm. No, indeed, that's powerful. Cleveland, when I met you and I found about your program, you know, it was, you know, in the midst of, of kind of transition from COVID. Um, you know, I moved to a new city, new job, you know, you know, you weren't allowed to go many places, right? And, you know, the mental health piece, you know, has been a topic of conversation everywhere, you know, and as a, as a male and a black male, you know, I really, you know, I really kind of learned like, hold on, this needs to be talked about. You know, even if you don't sign up for a program, you need to be aware and figure out how are you going to get through this? Because COVID has literally, you know, flipped our world upside down, you know? So curious to know kind of what are you seeing from either clients or in society, you know, how, how crucial is it for people to be at least trauma-informed or to be aware as we get used to this new normal where mental health really has to be something that's on the forefront of our minds? Well, there's a lot of layers to that question. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all good. So. It, yeah. Yeah. So let me let me let me think of which piece I want to answer to what I want to speak to first. The world is full of people that experience things both positive and negative. And I think as a society, we've done a really good job of learning how to deal with the positive experiences, you know, like when everybody scored, like when a touchdown is scored, everybody claps. Like we, we, we get that part. And I think that the other side is how do we learn to, to deal with the 
other side of things. You know what I mean? And just and being trauma informed is understanding that some things that may seem might not seem traumatic to some people will be traumatic to others. And people people are triggered. You know, people uh, people are sensitive and. Um, understanding the effects of trauma will lead us, I think, to a world with better understanding of each other because we all got our we've all got our own things going on. And if we can learn to look at people instead of saying, what's wrong with you and start saying, well, what happened? What happened with you? You know, um, and I think that when we get to that place, we'll ultimately be living in a more, you know, a bright, a better tomorrow. You know what I mean? And I think that's right. one of the necessary things. Correct. And, 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 and Cleveland, I don't know about you, but, you know, I feel like when you when people in society hear the word trauma, it sounds negative. Right. You never want to put yourself in a negative situation and say, I have trauma that I have to deal with or that. I need to identify. So I like how you stated that is not what happened to you, but how are you recognizing that and doing mm-hmm. something, you know? So, so, you know, kind of in our closing thoughts, you know, I mean, what words of encouragement would you give our listeners, you know, to, to get a new perspective and look at dealing with trauma and at least, you know, if it's not a program like yours, but just being more self-aware, how can they kind of redefine themselves and how they look at mental health and trauma differently? I think it starts off with just being kind to yourself. I think number one and things happen, you know, and we are far from perfect and showing yourself that self kindness, you know, and and just to be like, okay, you know what, these things happen to me and they affect me this way. These are, these are, this is me and my world and it's an ever going evolution. You know, uh, you're a living thinking transforming person at all times and your process of healing over time is it's not going to look the same day to day and just be kind to yourself be patient with yourself and um always just do your best put your best foot forward excellent excellent and uh, and and definitely there's no age for that right whether you're 5 years old or 50 you know that's a universal thing that we don't talk about enough and we need to uh, and i truly believe with the work you're doing cleveland i mean you could have just handled it and and dealt with it yourself but the work you're doing is truly impactful i truly believe it's world class keep up the great work and man super excited for you and uh let our listeners know what's the best way they can get a hold of you and we'll put your information in the show notes for everyone as well Best place to get get in contact with me is on Instagram. Look me up at clevelandh.fitness. So that's Cleveland, the letter H, dot fitness. Yeah, and I'll warn everybody. I mean, you start looking at Cleveland Instagram. I mean, you be in your office or at home and you just want to start punching things and get a workout in. So very, I mean, I, I love your page. I love the work you're doing. It hypes me up. You're doing a great job, Cleveland. And thank you so much for spending time with us on the World Class Leadership Podcast. We'll talk to you soon.